Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to episode of 155 of 4th and John. 155 are our Eagles still alive. I am Gail Funders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn. And uh, back at you with another podcast as we're moving into Sunday, trying to go over how we are feeling as a group. Uh, it, it's a weird space to be in. I'm going to be honest here. I mean, that's Doug, Doug Peterson want to make history. It was the last time the Eagles lost to the Cleveland Browns it was 1994. Does he want to be in the same ilk of Rich Cotite? I don't think so. And I, I think the Eagles have a perfect opportunity to, to get back on track, right? We, we said that last week. They got embarrassed, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of things, a lot of questions that we have. We want to know, you know, at this moment, the Eagles are underdog against the Cleveland Browns. Really, I mean, we're trying to figure out if they play the underdog role and if they're all bark and no bite on Sunday. I believe they have some bite in them. I I have to believe. Like you can't get any worse than what they've been playing. Do they get back on their high horse and start playing? You know the kind of football Eagle fans have been dying for, dude. Um, but it, it's it's going to be interesting, Evan. I mean, are are you feeling anywhere close to confident about what the Eagles can bring on Sunday? Confidence wouldn't be the word that I would use, Gail. It w- it wouldn't be confidence. More wow. more along the lines of hope. Uh, I, I have a lot of hope going on, but this team has given me no reason to have any confidence. Like you said, we haven't lost to the Cleveland Browns since 1994, the year I was born. This would be historic for me to watch my birds go down to the Cleveland Browns. And they're a team that's they're six and three right now. They're a team that, you know, everybody, we, we trash them every year. Every, you know, they're always the armpit of the league and everybody makes the Cleveland Brown jokes about how they're not going anywhere. I don't think they're a superb football team by any means, but they're six and three this year. They're a hell of a lot better than we are at this point. T- tell me where to to grab this confidence from. I, w- I want to, well, what what is your level of confidence going into this game? I mean, I really feel like last week was our last opportunity to be a 500 football team. And now that is just, it's out the window. And now, um, yeah, we're, we're not going to hit 500 this year. After if we Even if we win this game, we'll still be under 500. And then we go through the gauntlet. So um, I'm I'm just lacking my my sources of confidence right now. Well, I just have to figure that Doug, you know, and the group collectively has got to come up with a better game plan. I think they have to dial up the run. I think 
you know, when you look at the run game and look how successful they've been, you know, like the fact that Miles Sanders is putting up the numbers he's putting with like lack of attempts. It's crazy. You know, it's, it's like, if you want to, not that we want to make Carson Wentz a game manager, but you just want to protect him from making mistakes uh, and impressing. And Miles Sanders has been, he's been phenomenal in the run game, uh, in the passing game. You know, I have some questions there, but um, he just hasn't really been on par with Carson Wentz this season. I think they need to, they really need to really dial that up, a passing game with Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is, is putting in work. Now, if, if Doug Peterson focuses on the run game, we got a chance. <laughs> and and, he, and he, he stays honest and sticks with it and develops some, uh, some screens, some play action, things that we've been talking about, getting Carson Wentz out of the pocket, somehow play to his strengths. You, that's where that's where the hope is. Yeah. to your comment, the hope, um, and I I believe that they can do that. You know, like I'm, th- this is the Cleveland Browns. This isn't this isn't you know all the other juggernaut teams. This is the Cleveland Browns. So that's where I'm at. And they're they're going to have opportunities to capitalize on what the Cleveland Browns have. I mean, their second leading tackler is uh, our boy Andrew Sandejo. Who you know we we didn't think too fondly of while he was here. I mean he was a he was a good special teamer, but uh, as far as you know playing defensively as a starter, that's not something we ever envisioned him being. And now we're going up against him uh, in that role. So like I expect, like what I'm trying to say is we have the opportunity to exploit matchups here. Whether or not we're going to do that is a totally different thing because Doug Peterson has this tendency to outsmart himself. Doug Peterson has a tendency to, you know, get the, really get the run going and then all of a sudden just step away from it for no reason. And so, yeah, I, while I agree with you that we could uh, run the ball all over them with Miles Sanders, are we going to do that for four quarters? Or are we going to do that for a quarter and a half and then, you know, start just bombing the ball downfield on third and one? Well, you, you know how Doug be, man? You, you know how Doug be? I mean, the Eagles are, are passing at 63.7% of their plays this season. It's the third highest in, in, in the NFL. Um, and, and you think about how Wentz has been playing. You know, he's got a 73.1 passer rating, 58.2 completion percentage. His 73.1 pass rating is 33rd out of uh, 35 quarterbacks. You know, that, that's not good. Yeah, and then and then you look and then you look at how our plays have ended offensively. Ten uh, percent of all of our offensive snaps have ended in a sack, and three and a half percent of those plays have ended in an interception. And then you you add the fumbles in there, and the, we're we're talking about th- this is over fifteen percent of our plays are ending in either a toner a turnover or a sack. And now I'm looking at Miles Garrett who's leading the league in sacks and uh, helmet weapons. And he's got, he's got nine and a half sacks, man. That doesn't make me feel confident versus our offensive line. Yeah. I mean, he, he like you said, he leads the NFL in both sacks, nine and a half, and forced fumble. He's got four of them. Um, and that, I mean, newsflash once, let's, let's secure the football. And they said most of the sacks come against left tackles this season, which, you know, it's – 
great. Michael Garrett versus the old man Yoda and Jason <laughs> Peters. Hopefully he has enough wisdom to slow him down. I mean, it, like, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Miles Garrett has been playing uh, lights out. I mean, he's he's got a, a blend of uh, athleticism and strength. Uh, he's long, and he can bend the edge. Uh, so, Jason Peters, we are all praying for you. So, yeah. I mean, in terms of uh, matchups that uh, concern us, I, I'd have to say that's a concern. Do you fear, like, if Carson has yet another bad game, do do you think that we, I mean, there's no motion in the quarterback position. You don't think that uh, Carson could get pulled <laughs> if, the, if the game goes really, really bad, do you? No, I think that, uh, they're going to bottom this join out if it gets bad i feel like uh you know carson has to again you, you look at look back at this the seattle game where he had one of his worst performances ever in his career and he rebounds you you're hoping that he's has some opportunity to rebound and dial in to who carson is um you know they talked about the the practice and you're hoping that the eagles are working on this in practice um, and there was recently that news about Carson Wentz having, you know, not not practicing so well. Um, and he made mention in uh, his press, he said, are my practices perfect? No, that's why it's practice. But as far as sloppy practice habits and those things, for, for one, you guys are out there every day and you guys are asked to leave uh, after warmups and individual drills. So the media is not even out there. So I don't know where the, that's coming from. What it is, but it is what it is. I know I'm not perfect. That's why it's practice, and I've got to be better all the time. But I'm always out there working, and I know everyone else is. So I haven't seen any of that from myself or really from anybody. We're out there busting our tails every day. Do mistakes happen? Absolutely. But is that something I've seen or been worried about from anybody else? No, I'm not. Um, but, you know, Brandy I mean. Brandy. Did you hear Brandon Graham? He may mention to, you know, the issues in practice as well. So, like, you know, it's really, you know, what you put out there on the practice field, sometimes it follows you on on, on to game day. Yeah. And I've got a quote for you since you're always, uh, you know, sharing quotes with us. But my coach used to say to me, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. That's what that's what you, that's the standard you need to hold yourself when you're trying to get better, man. You 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 can't just be like, oh, oh well, you know, it was a rough week of practice, but hopefully we get it together this game. No, man, you got you got to put that effort in all week long, um, especially when you're playing as poorly as you are right now. Like th- this is the type of season that you know I want to see. I want to hear the stories about him uh, being at the practice field before anybody else and leaving, uh, you know, after everybody else, that, that's the type of stories I want to be hearing. Not that he's saying that, Oh yeah, my practices have been subpar, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I just think, uh, it comes to a point in the season where like, it, I'm, if it, is this the make or break, but I think, you know, in terms of Eagles nation watching, your Eagles lose to a Cleveland Brown team, you know, who are, are they juggernauts? And they've got uh, beat handily by the Ravens, the Steelers, uh, but they've beaten teams that we've haven't been able to beat as in the Washington football team. They beat the Bengals twice already. They did lose to the Raiders as well. 
but it, it's a team that is uh, trending in the right direction versus the Eagles who are trending in the wrong direction. And this newsflash, Eagles fans, this is what Browns fans are talking about, that they're finally coming to terms with the opportunity that they missed when missing, you know, not drafting Carson Wentz. Like, this is what they're talking about on some of their podcasts. Like, like, yeah, we feel better now. And think about that dynamic. They're, they're almost more thankful to have Baker Mayfield right now than Carson Wentz. They, they feel like they've won that trade at this point now that Carson has uh, gone south. It's, it's a weird place. It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I mean, it's, it's weird. 2020 has been weird. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. After nine games, the Eagles are on pace to become only the second team in the last 64 years to average at least 5.1 yards per carry to run the ball 24 times or fewer per game. The other was the 1990 Lions. That kind of it kind of said something about your passing game. Uh, that that's a, that's a crazy stat, dude. It like, really is. It really just talks to like how basic your passing attack is. And the NFL is a passing league. So uh, the fact that we're averaging more in the run and then still, Doug, can't get it right. I mean, you, you, run the, you run the ball, you put your offensive line in a better chance to succeed, especially on an on a, on a offensive line that is each week it's a different group. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's literally the only thing we've been asking for all year is consistency in our run game and get, you know, get, just continually doing what works. And Miles Sanders has been the one of the few bright spots on our offense all year. And the fact that we're not utilizing him to his full potential is just like a head scratcher. It, it doesn't make any sense. And you look at the other side of the ball. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, you look at the Cleveland Browns, and we're going up against who Jim Schwartz called, uh, who he thinks is going to be the the top two running backs we're going to play all year, and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt's got 633 yards right now for three touchdowns. Nick Chubb's got 461 for five touchdowns. Nick Chubb, as well, is averaging over six yards carry right now. So these are two very good running backs. Uh, we're going up against that. I'm kind of a little nervous about because while I think our defensive line holds the run game well, we've got nobody behind them. I think that's why a lot of running backs pop off against us. I mean the uh, you know the combination of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I mean that that, that rushing attack is uh, at the moment fourth in the NFL with 159 yard rushing yards per game. You talk about a team that's given up 156 yards rushing to Daniel Jones alone. Um, that's yeah. kind of scary. Uh, and, and this is also, sorry, this is, this is also a Browns team that can score this year. I mean, you, you look at that four game winning streak that they went on earlier this year, they beat the Bengals 35 to 30, beat Washington 34 to 20, beat the Dallas Cowboys 49 to 38 and beat Indy 32 to 23, putting up almost a 50 burger on the Cowboys. I mean, granted, we all know that they're a bad football team. But, you know, we we struggled against Ben Danucci. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's weird. How we, like, we can't even be, like, talking about, like, bad football teams because we are a bad football team this year. Um, oh, no! But, 
We suck again. But either they're offensive weapons. They they lost OBJ. They have Jarvis Landry, uh, Rashard Higgins, um, Austin Hooper, Austin Hooper, uh, Donovan People Jones, Taewon Taylor. It's not like you know. It's like they're a juggernaut there. I mean, they're running. Obviously, they're running attack. But they're well balanced. Yeah, their running attack is where it's at. I think their athleticism to show offensively with the um, the line. Dedrick Wills, Joe Petonio, J.C. Treader, um, Wyatt Teller. I think Conklin right now, he's um, dealing with the COVID list, but he, he, he could be off that by, by the time the game starts on Sunday. Um, that, it, it's a quality offensive line, and I think that's where they want to mash and ground and pound this uh, defense. And you, if, you, if this defensive line can hold up to this uh, – it's running attack. You you worry about the the linebackers out on the edge, or can they can they stack and shed, or or will they get throw to the side like uh, trash? This is possible. <laughs> you know, you, you, Alex Singleton's been making tackles out there, but can they get washed out in the run game? This this is it could it could happen, but um, you're and just, we we. We have defensive players that have a tendency to bite the cheese as well. I mean, I've seen Jarvis Landry, Landry throw the ball a couple times already this year. I could see something like that happening this game. Wow. Evan, Evan is just like this. This podcast, Evan is like, Browns are going to win. I, I didn't say that. Well, I, I, can, I can hear it in your voice. <sighs> well, Gail, like I said at the top of the show, I, I need to find my source of confidence. This team has just got me down in the dumps right now. I, understandably so, man. You, you, you're just wondering which will the real Carson Wentz be stand up? Doug Peterson. Will the real Doug P stand up? It's yet to be seen this, this season. Uh, I haven't been confident. I just haven't really been confident going into many games this year. You know, I've, I've had questions, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought last week I was like, yeah, this is the this is the get right game. That was probably the most confident I was in seeing what the Eagles were going to bring to the table. Yeah. Coming off a of bye, you know, like in having people that were healthier. But you're, you're just hoping that they, they take advantage of Sandejo. Maybe Goddard comes out and plays. Perhaps. You know, you know what's a really wild thing to think about? Our longest winning streak this year is two games. And that could probably be our longest winning streak of the year. 2020 <laughs> in the darkest year <laughs> that we can remember. I don't know. It, it's 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 almost like me and you are coming to terms with. Um, are we? Are you gonna? Are you? Be honest. You gonna give them L this week? I'm not. Honestly, I'm not going to. I I do think that the Eagles win. Wow. Uh, this week. No, I do. I do. It's just a matter of. It's not going to be. It's not going to be easy by any means. It's going to be a close game, and just just like all of our games have been that we, that we, we've been involved in, it for sure is not going to be a close game. You know, the, the one thing that makes me uneasy is the fact the way the Giants moved the ball on our defense last week. And you think about the Browns being a better running attack. Mm-hmm. But like I, I feel like if they went back and watched the film and watched them get shred like taco meat, and are looking to 
rebound from that game and like, hey, like let's 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 take control of this defensive line. Let's take control up front. And they take it personal. Maybe we get over the hump, but that's that's some big maybe. I mean, yeah, Nick yeah. Chubb, Kareem Hunt is way better than a Wayne Gallman and an Alfred Morris. Right. I'm not completely sold on Baker Mayfield yet either. Like I think I think Baker Mayfield is not a fantastic quarterback. I think he was overrated when he came in to the league, and I don't think that he's really been stellar. So I think that there's definitely opportunities to have him turn the ball over. But, you know, I said the same thing about Daniel Jones. This this defense that we have just doesn't capitalize on the turnover opportunities. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield, by the way, is averaging 7.3 yards uh, a rush this year. So if you go all Dan, Daniel Jones truthers out there, uh, <laughs> we, we, could, could we see some more r- rushing yards by a quarterback? For sure. For sure. After the way that our linebacker has been playing out there, um, maybe. I mean, they they could. Obviously, the NFL watches everything, so it's something. That's the type of place I'd be dialing up. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I mean, some positivity. If you if you're going to give Eagle fans any positivity out there, what would it be? It would be that we have a good running back. We have two solid running backs that we can lean on, and if we use them the right way, we could definitely set ourselves up to be in a good position. Uh, I think that the if we can have just Miles Sanders pop off a run and get into the end zone, get an early lead. That's that's really the key. I think. I think the uh, the offense needs to come out firing in the first quarter, and we need to put points on the board early. I don't want to be playing from behind this game. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to give any any positivity, I feel like you know we're going to get real cliche and you know. Run the ball, run the rock is where we're at. It's something I mentioned last last week about. Hmm, the running game does work. Uh, that's where I've been. That's been the mood. Um, obviously, you know, controlling the clock, uh, keeping it simple, stupid, as we like to say here on the Fourth and John po- podcast. Uh, sometimes you have to. It's it's not elementary. It's it's all about trench warfare and you know getting getting the short yards and making it easy on Carson Wentz when we're talking about converting third downs you want the shortest downs to go for Carson Wentz to be successful mm-hmm. Doug Peterson mentioned about you know being 0 for 9 on on third downs and you know being on third and long was an issue so like run the ball and take take advantage of you know good field position that's I think that's where you have to like you have to get you have to get basic and if you're strong uh you know with the fundamentals and you know just like running the football if you're strong there that's a good start that's a that's a good start and then uh hopefully run some tempo get the ball moving and get carson back to playing like carson if 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 carson does play well it will be one of the greatest gifts leading into thanksgiving for me i will mm-hmm. be so thankful it's so so positive after i see that kind of performance that i'm hoping he has on sunday yeah i mean carson's play this year has really been like a dark cloud that's just been looming over us all year long um it's something that we haven't been able to like this is a guy that we really do believe in and he's our guy through and through um you know every everybody in the national outlets 
they talk their shit on Carson Wentz, say he's he don't got it anymore, blah, blah, blah. Like this is a guy, even though we recognize all of his flaws, we still do believe in this guy. We think he can be the franchise quarterback. It's just a really I, I don't know if this is a fluke year. This this is unlike the Carson Wentz that we've seen. So I don't I'm not ready to believe that this is Carson Wentz. Just a turnover, fumbling, bumbling machine. I don't think that's him. I think it's just not everybody can throw together a, gr- a great season every year, especially when you don't have all the tools to do so. So what we need to do, I agree with you, is run the ball with Miles Sanders. That, that's a guy I feel a lot safer uh, this year with the ball in Miles Sanders' hands than I do with Carson. I, I think we you know, have less of a chance to turn the ball over in that situation. Yeah. You know, I, I just really feel like the play calling has been – it's reared its ugly head all season long. And that, I think that's where they really have to dial up a great game plan. You talk about being outcoached uh, when it comes to Doug Peterson against defensive coordinators across the league right now. They have Doug Peterson's number, and uh, and that, that, that's where Doug has to show who's the boss. Like, you know, are you – Super Bowl winning Dougie P or are you regressing Doug? You know, like they, they or everyone's quick to talk about the regression of Carson Wentz, but like the regression of Doug Peterson is more of the thing to me than it is. hundred percent. Like, uh, cause I'm, you know, time after time plays that we're seeing that the fact that you are going at Bradbury when you have you know, your rookie wide out trying to throw a jump ball on, that situation when you have folk, like there's so many other options that you can go to towards. Like that's the kind of plays that we're dialing in. And you know, the fact that, uh, you know, it's the offense in the pre-snap motion is still, it's, they're working its way in there, but it's taken them so long to like get it going. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's very uh, concerning. So I think if Doug is in his bag, as we like to pray and hope, uh, this team has a chance, and um, it's the Cleveland Browns. It's the Cleveland Browns. It's the Cleveland Browns. Any uh, any any last words before we get out of here? Evan? I mean, the season is not over yet, folks. Um, it, fe- it certainly feels like it at times. <laughs> some, of, some of these games have been painful. Some of us have been praying for the season to end early. But uh, we still have a lot of games to go here. What I want to see out of this team is just simply – development i want to see the stop and regression and just starting to move forward show me that you're making an effort during the week and practices to correct all of these problems that we have and if i, I want to see a a good game out of carson wentz finally uh i just want to restore some confidence in myself because i'm feeling pretty low gail <laughs> uh well hopefully the eagles can restore that confidence evan get us back on the right track what might get your Sunday mornings on the right track is mm-hmm. kickoff live. Yes, uh, sir. Obviously, we'll be uh, ready, rocking, ready to go on Sunday. Join us if you want to join in on conversation. Uh, give us your hot takes. Jump on the show. Uh, join us during the pregame show. And then also, we'll have the postgame podcast as well, which you are also welcome to join. They've, um, they've turned into my favorite part about Sundays. I mean, because the, the, the games are cutting it right now. <laughs> the pregame shows, I enjoy myself. The postgame, it's a fun time hanging out with everybody. So, yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's a good time. And uh, hopefully 
we were talking about the victory on the post game pod. But uh, as always, we will see you guys in the next one. Go birds and fly, you fly.